Changing minds one thought at a time. Greetings and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. How are you doing today, Jessica? I'm doing awesome, Akina. Thank you for asking. How are you? I am great because I have a wonderful, wonderful, dynamic superstar on the call today, my friend Erica Gordon. How are you doing today, Erica? I am fabulous. Thank you so much for having me here, both of you. I am so honored and super excited. Thank now, you, I know for that being you... our guest tonight. Sure. Now, now, I know that you are the motherhood and dreams enthusiast. So tell us about what that means. That means that, well, I'm a mom. Like, I tell people that I'm like, I've been a mom pretty much all my life. I had my oldest son when I was 17, so I'm an expert at juggling motherhood and my dreams, and I've always been a dreamer, and I'm a high achiever. I've always, like, wanted to accomplish things. I've always, that's just what I am. I love being a mom, and I'm great at managing and helping other people follow their dreams in the midst of, of raising their children and taking care of other responsibilities. Wonderful. So why don't you tell the guests a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'd love to. Thank you. Well, as I shared, I'm a mother of four amazing kids. I'm also a number one international best-selling author, a visionary. I have a radio show that I host weekly, too. It's called Empower Me Radio. I founded the Moms with Dreams community, and I'm also the founder of Moms with Dreams University, which we'll be launching next week. So excited about that. And um, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been a mom since I was 17, so I grew up taking care of my son. We grew up together, basically, and sometimes when I look at him, I can't believe, like, I just smile to myself, like, I can't believe how far we've come together. And I got married at 22. We had three more beautiful children who are literally stair-step children, so they're 13, 14, 15, and 21. And after 14 years of marriage, that ended very painful, very devastating, um, left me in a state of confusion. I was afraid of being a single mom. I didn't know what I was going to do, how I was going to manage, all that stuff. But luckily for me, like, while I was married, I never gave up on my dreams. You know, as I mentioned, I was a, seven, a teenage mom, so I decided that even though, at having, even though I had my son at 17, I was not going to allow that to stop me from my dream of achieving college education and going on to do the things that I wanted to do with my life. So even while I was married, I was taking classes here and there. It took me 15 years to get my bachelor's degree, and in the middle of my divorce, I went back to school, got my master's degree, and at the end of that program, I discovered that I really wanted to be a coach and help women. So I enrolled in a coaching certification program, and I became a certified coach. And I just fell into the, you know, um, I could, I don't know how much you want me to share, but basically I discovered my calling at the lowest point in my life when I was in a state, like I said, didn't know where I was, where I was going. Um, And I had a conversation with God and I promised him, I said, if you can just, if you get me out of this place, I promise that I will use my pain and my experience to help other women who are either where I am and feel alone and don't know where to go and um, 
help them to get their life back together. So that's that's how I all got I got started empowering women. It's amazing, you know. And one of the things too, Erica, which I think is really just it's in your story and it's in just so many different women's stories out there, is just that sometimes you know. When you turn to God, it takes him first knocking you on your knees. And, you know, I always, you know, one of those prayers I always pray is, like, Lord, please just bring me to you any way necessary, even if it means knocking me to my feet, right, So and putting me down on the ground. And and it's when you come from that place, and, and that's when you really, a lot of people have said, you know, I was there, and then I pick up again. And it's something that is really, it's a theme across so many powerful women's stories, and you know, a lot of times people on this call, they may be listening in and they may say, okay, but you have a radio show or you have this or you do that. And they may see the success and they don't see where people start from. And, you know, I know myself, um, you're generously sharing with us, and I know Keen has shared before, you know, none of us really started in greatness. We weren't born into greatness. It's something that you create on your journey. And one of the things I love about you so much is that you really have this amazing um, information that you've learned and you're so generously share um, with all of your listeners and with our listeners tonight of this advice, you know, and what you do and how is it that you pick yourself up from that place of desperation and you really just become an inspiration. And so I know tonight you said that there were the three S's of your success. Would you mm-hmm. share with us what those are? Sure, but if you don't mind, I'd like to just touch on one piece that, and it's funny that you said this about you know listen any of anyone who's listening tonight because I was thinking before the show like I wanted to be clear with your listeners that you know don't I don't want you to feel like oh my gosh you know Erica's here now or she's done this and that because I used to do that with myself I used to say well that person has an advantage that person doesn't have children or that person has a husband or that person makes more money or whatever it is but. It's not that. It's just that you have whatever it is that you need to get you where you're going, just like I had whatever I needed. And and that's just what it is. Like there's no one, like Jessica said, I just want that to be reiterated, that we all start from somewhere and that we can create the greatness that we want or desire in our lives. So, yes, as Jessica shared, I do have a formula that I created. And I didn't, like this wasn't calculated. It was something that I just discovered as I started to step into my dreams, I it seemed like I always got stuck, and it was these three specific areas in my life or three specific things that kept coming back and, like, holding me hostage almost. And so what I discovered is that in order for me to achieve the success that I've achieved thus far as a busy mom working full-time, I had to, number one, take better care of myself. So the first S is self-care. And that is because if you're if your health is lacking in any area, either it's physical, mental, emotional, if it's not where it needs to be, then you're not going to be able to achieve anything because literally we need our health and we need to be well to do things, right, to take action. The second S is support because I, you know, as I shared with you, at one point in my life I was alone. I felt totally alone. No one that I knew personally had ever gone through a divorce didn't know what it looked like to have to deal with infidelity or any of those things. So I discovered having support is what really helped me to pick myself up from that place and also helps me in my business now. So I can share a little bit of the tips that I use, but I wanted to share the third. The third um, S is systems. 
creating systems. I think systems are priceless for any busy person, but especially for busy moms because we have so much that we're juggling. So systems help you to create um, a simplistic approach to conquering things that have to be done on a routine basis, like things you can't avoid. If you can create a system around it, it just makes your life so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And I know for me is I was a person who really had a lot of chaos in my life, um, really even just a year ago. And, and that's really just kind of being real with our listeners and how recent, you know, we got to where we are is even just a year ago today, you know, I had, I was very disorganized in my physical environment and um, a lot of, there was a lot of chaos and a lot of times I would miss deadlines and, you know, my finances were in a state of, of chaos and my house was a mess, my car was always a mess and my friends would laugh when I would come pick them up because there was always something, you know, there's always a mess. And once I developed those systems, yeah, exactly. I was known as a as a hot mess, as we would say in New York over here. And I really knew I needed to get organized. And, and for me, it was actually coming to the point and really just admitting, okay, this is where I am. And I said, you know, this is something I can, I can change, right? Because if I created a hot mess, well, then I could also clean up that hot mess and I could create something different. And for me, it was really saying, okay, you know what, I need to get organized. And I found an organization class and... Um, I wound up turning to an organization class with Susan Spy, who's an organized um, organization expert and bound living expert. And I know she's actually doing another class that starts in a few days, and um, I 100% endorse that class of hers. But, um, you know, that course was really life-changing for me, and it really is just kind of finding that system that works for you. Now my life is very structured. I have a very organized system for doing things. And um, one of the products that McKean and I will be putting out in just a few weeks is going to actually be a a planner that will help you to create your systems and be organized. But systems are just absolutely crucial. And I always say for productive people, I don't like the word busy because I feel like busy is very overwhelming. (laughs) You know, and I always say I'm not busy, I'm just really productive. But um, systems are just so crucial. They are. And for me, systems, like that's not my thing. So, like, if I could choose, I would just do everything on a whim because that's just who I am, like I'm a free spirit, I kind of just want to blow with the wind, like I'm, you know, just how I wear my hair, like all natural, whatever, Uh, that's how I am. So creating the systems was a stretch for me, but it was something that I knew I had to do. And and just to be clear with with the audience, like it doesn't have to be, you know, this, you know, this particular time you do this, at this next time you do that, it doesn't have to be that rigid. For me, a system was creating a meal plan each week and designating grocery shopping time and delegating tasks around the house and getting the kids, you know, their chores in order. That was a system that I had to put in place in order to create more time for me to work on my business. So I don't want anyone to get overwhelmed. If you happen to be a free spirit and you're just not really good at structure, don't get overwhelmed at the thought of systems because they do actually free you up. It creates more freedom and um, just helps you to be more productive, as Jessica was saying. Yeah, I mean, I definitely second that. I was like one of those total free spirit people, and and a lot of my friends kind of know that, you know, prior to getting very organized, I was kind of even almost a little bit of a hippie. I was a couch surfer. I'm still a couch surfer, but, you know, my house was always where everyone hung out, and it was always, you know, whatever you wanted to do, you could do. And there's a difference between being inflexible and being rigid and being organized. And that's really what it comes down to is, you know, 
oftentimes, you know, my friends will say, well, you know, I don't have a schedule. Be, I'm a free spirit. I'm like, okay, but what does your bank account look like? You know, and you really find that you do need organizational systems. And that's something you just want to really, you know, put clear with arms if you want to empower yourself. You know, when you wake up and you don't know what you're doing, that's not being in a position of power. And you, if, when it comes to self-care, you know, I have a system for self-care. Every single day I write on a planner and I put it on a calendar how I'm going to take care of myself that day. And it could just be I'm going to, you know, light a candle that I like the scent of or I'm going to have a warm cup of tea on my lunch break, whatever it is that you need to do for you. You know, build those things into your system so you know, like, create that space for yourself. And it really is very liberating. You'll find you have more time for yourself and you have more time to be a free spirit than if you would have had if you were unorganized. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And that's another thing that I was going to share. I'm glad you brought self-care back up. It's, it's, make, it's taking intentional actions to maintain and improve your physical, mental, and emotional health. So, again, if you're very productive or busy, whatever you like to call it, and you feel like, oh, I don't have time for self-care, I want you to reevaluate your thinking and really put yourself first. Like it's not, it's not as difficult as it sounds. I know that you have a lot going on or you might have a lot going on and you feel like there's just no time for you, but you need to be at the top of your list. And it doesn't take a lot of time to take care of yourself. So one of the things that I started implementing because I clearly burn the candle at both ends. I'm just being 100% real and it's not good. So I started taking a power nap every day. And my whole family is on board with that. They know that from 4 to 5, either I'm sleeping or I'm just laying down, like, because that's how I rejuvenate myself. If I don't, I'm completely exhausted, and it just I'm not productive in any sense. And I'm irritable. So they're good with that. The kids are like, all right, we'll leave you alone so you don't come out with a bad attitude or yelling at us or whatever the case. But, yes, do something, do one thing for yourself every day. That could be playing your favorite song while you're in the car. It, it doesn't have to add things to your list. It can be things that you can do while you're doing other things, like it could be also, you know, just burning a candle or something, taking a walk on your lunch break, anything, any way that you can incorporate something that you like and that that feeds your soul, your your, your health, or your whatever it is on some level. I really do encourage you to start doing that. You know, Erica, you bring up a really great point, too, about um, – you know, just the idea that you're going to be irritable, you're going to be angry. And, you know, we know now, and um, scientifically we know that we live in a vibrational world and that all of our thoughts have different vibrational patterns. And, you know, when we're feeling unwell, when we're feeling busy, we're feeling overwhelmed, when we're feeling tired and we're not taking care of ourselves, you know, we're not attractive to other people. You know, the idea when we, what we really want, right, as entrepreneurs is no matter what our product is, we're selling ourselves and we're selling a lifestyle to a certain extent. You know, if you have a message you want to share with somebody, if you have a, an uplifting message you want to give to somebody, advice you want to give to someone or you want to empower someone, if a person doesn't find you attractive, meaning that they don't actually want to experience or feel what you're feeling, they're not going to listen to you. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, throughout the day, you know, by the, by the middle of the day, we might start off our morning really well, but by our lunch break, or if we don't even take a lunch break, by dinner time, you know, we're, not, we're no longer feeling in a positive state. Well, that changes our, the energy we're sending into the world. 
And, you know, we may be blocking opportunities every single day because we're not energetically matched with the people that we actually want to be serving or the people we want in our business, our business partners. You know, especially for myself, and myself and Akina, we're both professional network marketers. So I know if I don't take care of myself, and then, you know, I'm walking down the street and maybe this fantastic person who might have come into my business and, you know, helped me to take my business to the next level and we could have been great business partners. Well, that person may walk right past me because I wasn't matching their level of energy. So it's very important and it's, it's really, it's, it's crucial that, you know, at every single moment of every single day we're being the best version of ourselves we can be, that we're as happy as we can be, we're experiencing love as much as we can, and we're kind of being in that best place because we don't know what opportunities we're going to miss if we're not. And it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't even have to take time. You know, on my way to um, work, on my way to my car this morning from, and, you know, during my everyday job, what I do from 9 to 5 is I work with children on the autism spectrum. And I teach them at home, so I often travel to different places. And, you know, I schedule an extra 15, 20 minutes between each session into my travel time. So I can just go for a walk and just enjoy in nature and look at the world around me and feel refreshed and recalibrate myself. And I found a pick a rock in the shape of a heart today just going for a walk in my car. And I took a picture of it and put it on Facebook. And you can go on my profile now and see it's there. And it says, you know, just there's love around us. We just need to look for it. And that's really what it's about. And I know, Athena, you're really big, too, on um, trying to make sure that you're always living in your highest frame of being. So is there anything you wanted to add to that? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Uh, Actually, uh, I've had a few sessions with Erica myself about uh, self-care. And she's definitely opened my eyes to it because I had no idea about it. <laughs> I was taught that basically uh, you work or you're asleep. <laughs> That's how I was brought up. And so um, when uh, this new self-care and taking time for yourself and all of this came was introduced to me by uh, Ms. Gordon here, I was just like, wow, really? <laughs> What's that? Mm -hmm. But I realize now that, you know, I can't run on the same energy I ran with when I was in my 20s. I need to realize that I'm no longer there and that my body now needs rejuvenation and that I need some downtime. So I need to start doing more things for myself. And if I start doing that for myself, then I can still do the service that is so important to me. I can't serve if I'm down. I can't right. serve if I'm out. Mm. So, right. Yeah, that is so true. You can't pour yeah, from an empty I mean, cup. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what I was thinking. Is that, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. old saying, right? If the well's empty, you can't get water from it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Akina, it's so important. And, you know, Akina and just and having knowing Akina well um, and working with her, you know, on a daily basis where we do so much planning for these calls and trying to get everyone, um, you know, I know Akina is such a giving and wonderful person. And, and you know, Akina, I, I just want to kind of hope it's okay with you to even share this. But, you know, we all have different personality types. And I think Kina has probably one of the highest evolved personality types. And that's the person who always wants to give. And it's never really about them. It's always about 
you know, service. And that is just, it's amazing. And those people are wonderful and they're beautiful. And they're the people who contribute, I think, in many ways the most to society. But that's also a personality type that has a very high risk of not taking care of themselves. And eventually what winds up happening is you wind up crashing and burning. And, you know, if you are a person who is that very loving, generous person who always wants to help, you need to understand that you are not going to be of service to anyone if you are not taking care of you. You know, and not even in this, like, very theoretical way of, you know, uh, well, in 10 years from now I might crash and burn and not be able to do it anymore. If, you know, how do you show up? Like, you might show up to community service, but how do you show up? You know, do you show up tired and do you show up frantic with your, like, bag shooting under your eyes, drinking your fourth cup of coffee with your hands slightly shaking and you're just there? You know, are you present or are you involved and are you actually participating? And if you're not taking care of you, you know, you're not going to show up as a person who actually can help. You're just a body that's, that's sitting there. So it's just it's so important. And, you know, for me... In, my, in the past, just like Akina, you know, I took on a lot, especially in my early 20s. You know, I was working full-time. I was in school full-time. Um, I did a lot. And, you know, I never took care of myself. And until I actually, and now I actually do a lot more, but I feel like I do less. And I'm more successful in what I am doing because I take care of me first. Like, I'm my first priority. Absolutely. And to add to that, I, I also feel like your vision of your life gets really cloudy when you're not feeling well, when you're not taking care of yourself. Mm. It's harder to see where you want to go because that's not even a priority. You can't even really, for me, like if I'm not feeling well, I don't want to do anything. And that's just, you know, that's the basic. If you're looking at, if you even like, you know, look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, our basic needs have to be met before we can go to the next level. And if your health is compromised in any way or you're not feeling your best, then it's hard to really look beyond where you are at the, in that moment. It's hard for you to create a vision when you're struggling where you are, you know, in that moment. So, again, that's another reason why, you know, and just to be resilient and being able to maintain our our busy, productive lives, we need to invest in ourselves and our self-care. So, yeah, absolutely. We are our greatest investment all the time. I mean, it's just so important. And it's like, you know, you just look at on a very practical level. You know, Erica, what's your favorite food? Mm, my favorite food? Probably, I would say maybe salmon. I don't know. I don't really have a favorite food. Okay. Well, let's just say you absolutely love salmon, right? Would you want to eat salmon if you had the flu? No. I wouldn't want any food. No. Of course not, right? Well, that's kind of, you wouldn't want anything, and I think you said it perfectly. That's what our lives look like if we're not taking care of ourselves. And if we're not actively investing in ourselves, if we're not taking time for quiet, we're not taking time to find out what excites, you know, to find out what is our purpose, what are we doing this for, we begin to not want anything. And when we begin to not want anything, we cease to grow. And, you know, a lot of times people will say, okay, I want my, you know, my needs are met and I'm thankful and I don't need anything more. And that's fine, but that's stagnation. And, you know, the Bible says to him who's given, more will be given, right? The idea that if we're using what we have, our resources, that we can continue to grow as a person, that we can always have a bigger impact. And, you know, the more resources you have, 
the more impact that you're able to have and the more people that you're able to help. So it's so important to look within and actually say, okay, where am I going? And that's really what it means to take care of yourself is to figure out what do I want to do next. And, you know, and I just I love what you said. So you said, you know, I wouldn't want anything. Well, we don't ever want to get to a place of complacency where we no longer want anything for ourselves. Absolutely. I don't think you're, I mean, I don't know. There might be a few, some women out there, but I think that most of the women who are listening tonight want to feel empowered and they're looking for the resources and, and things to keep them out of a state of complacency and stagnation. So definitely am grateful to be able to share. And just wanted to touch on the support really quick because we didn't really talk about that too much. But So for me, the support support is getting the assistance you need to function at your best. That means, you know, without the feelings of overwhelm and frustration because, I mean, again, if you're if you're stuck in those negative states, I call them because they are, they're not positive, right? So if you're stuck there, you can't move forward. And support allowed me to, it took some of the pressure off of me. So what do I do? How do I get support? I... I partner with other parents who, if their if their children are in the same sports that my children are in, we take turns picking them up. And then I've also that's you know that's a personal way that I've gained support in my life. But from a business perspective, I took um, I made intentional steps. I actually said prayers about this two years ago, asking for God to bring like-minded women into my life so that I could get to the next level. So I encourage anyone listening, if you don't have the support around you, and sometimes our family is not our best source of support, even though they mean well, you have to step out and go and find the support you need. And it's out there, trust me. You can start off with Facebook groups or meetups in your area or parent groups, whatever it is, start a group of your own. But just you know, know that support is going to help you get to the next level, and you should not have to do it on your own. Because success, the road to success is not easy, and you know, you don't want to start off and then burn out because you don't have the right support. Yes, and while we're speaking about support, this might be a good time to talk about the Moms with Dream University, how you want to support other moms. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So Moms with Dreams University is one of it's my fifth baby that I'm about to birth. I'm so excited. And it's just an extension of me and who I am. I am a learner at my, you know, at my core. I love to learn. I'm all about education, and I love empowering other people. I believe that education and knowledge is is power, and it's something you can never, no one can ever take from you. So, I just want women to know that the support that they need is is available, and not just from, you know, like um, one angle. It's it's a holistic approach to education. So we teach you feminine empowerment, personal growth and transformation, small business management, entrepreneurship, professional development, anything that you need, basically to help you achieve your dreams, whatever your dreams look like. Your dreams might be to lose weight. Well, we have courses for that. Your dream might be to start a business. We have courses for that. And so I tried to cover all bases because I know that everyone's on different levels. But, yes, my my mission in life is to empower moms everywhere, women in general, but specifically moms, to help them understand that they can follow their dreams and not feel guilty about it. Wow, that's awesome. I have included the link in the uh, event page. So if anyone wants to know more about uh, Moms with Dream University and also get your free gift, because, you know, Erica came bearing gifts, you know, I posted that in there, and if you're listening, that means you're eligible for that gift. So, Erica, tell us about that. 
Yeah, I yes, love free gifts, yes. Erica. What is this free gift? <laughs> so the free gift is for anyone who – so I'm also doing – I'm also launching a radio network, too, under Bold Radio Station. So I have two um, opportunities for you to get gifts tonight. If you look into the university and and um, sign up to receive information, you're going to actually get two gifts. One gift is automatically coming to you from when you sign up, but then the other gift is that you'll receive a 30-minute consultation with me, complimentary, and we can talk about any of the three topics that we discussed tonight or any other challenges that are holding you back or setting as obstacles in your way currently. And um, I'm really excited about that. I love helping women, so it would be an honor for me to get to know you and help you move past the whatever obstacles are in your way. And that's a very generous offer. Thank you so much, Erica, for giving of your time so generously. You're welcome. Oh, and I forgot to mention the first person who who signs up for either the you know information on the radio network or the university will get a copy of my best-selling book, Motherhood Dreams and Success. You can have it all. So I'm excited to give that away and and let someone read the inspirational stories that we created there. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You know it is. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's been a great call. I, I mean, I think we could, we are all so passionate about these topics, and we could talk about them forever, but it is right at 9.30, so we do have to um, end our call tonight. But we just want to thank you again for coming on our show, and for all of our listeners who um, call in every week, we love you. You know, we wouldn't be here, we wouldn't be doing this without you. So thank you so much for taking time out of your productive lives to listen to us, um, and we hope that we were able to serve you tonight. You know, we are, um, if you liked this call, if you want to hear it again or share it with your friends, you know, you can find us just about everywhere right now where podcasts can be found. Um, And I always say Kina is constantly looking for every new outlet of um, way to to put put us out there. So, you can find us on iTunes, on Podomatic, we're on Stitcher now, um, Instagram, Twitter, you can check out our Facebook page. There's probably social media things I don't even know about that Akina has us on there. But uh, Akina, did I miss anything? Yes, we are now on TuneIn, and we're, uh, we'll be on SoundCloud next week. So look for us. So if anything that Erica said touched you, please reach out to her. Erica, how can I reach out to you? Oh yes, they can reach. They can go to my website. It's momswithdreams.com, or you can email me directly at Erica at momswithdreams.com. And thank you both for having me here. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you, Erica. Have a great night, everyone. We love you. God bless. And we will be back here on Sunday night for our um, for actually a special a special episode. Um, where we are going to be inviting a guest on our show. And this we just want to say, you know, um, a few intelligent men do find their way over to the Empowering Women series, but we have so many men that actually don't, they listen to every one of our Sunday night calls and they don't listen to our Empowering Women series. We have a special guest coming on who's going to be discussing the law of attraction and how we can really use it to create anything we want in our lives. And we wanted to Bring that person on what is a typically our private call on Sunday nights so um, the men who don't find their way over to the Empowering Women series can also benefit from it. So on Sunday night, please join us at 9 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time for a special episode about creating what you want in your life using the Law of Attraction. So thank you, everyone. Um, have a great night. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>